Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, let's kick off a new week of the Super Talk Eagle Hour from Reed Green Coliseum this afternoon, where Southern Miss has just defeated William Carey in women's basketball 81 to 58. We're glad you're with us. I want to thank you for tuning in every day. Opening segment of our show, always sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, proud supporters of Southern Miss and, of course, the Eagle Hour. All right, coming up uh, later in the show, we're going to have Lee Roberts, Joy Lee McNellis, going to be joining us uh, later in the program. but what a great day at Southern Miss. This is the real the kickoff of basketball season. Southern Miss and William Carey, the two crosstown rivals. The women just finished. 81-58 win by Southern Miss Lady Eagles. And tonight, the men play. So with us are the two men that will be directing this affair tonight, Coach Jay Ladner at Southern Miss, Coach Steve Knight from uh, William Carey. Coach Knight, I'm going to start with you. Yes, sir. My daughter played uh, some college athletics. I was familiar with this, but you go down on the floor today, and if you don't think girls get after it in athletics, you just don't know what you're talking about, do you? I I was down there sitting on our girls' bench for a while, and that was a physical game. Yeah. It really was. And uh, unfortunately for us, our, our point guard went out, with an elbow to the uh, cheek, Face, yeah. and she makes everything go, and it kind of right. fell apart after that. But I, our guys came over here, and our girls came over here and competed, and and uh, it was rugged, though. It, really, no, it was, and it, the score not indicative of how competitive the game. Absolutely was. not. No, no it, it got away from the game. Yeah. yeah. In fact, in fact, uh, huh? in fact, the lady. Crusaders were leading this game midway through the third quarter. Oh, that's right. Well, they were up six when the girl went out, point guard went out. Of course, she's player of the year in our conference. You yeah, know, she yeah. and, a, and, a, and a fifth-year senior with took a, a lot shot of to her face. Didn't yeah, she? she she made a nice pass for a layup, and girl had tri- slid over, tried to take a charge, and she just ran right, right into the elbow. All right, so Plus the men something. come up tonight. We've got Coach Knight. We've got Coach Ladner up here with us, and uh, you know, guys, I I think uh, irregardless of the outcome, this is just a great tradition that's gotten started. Coach Ladner, I'd like your thoughts about how we now start off basketball by having these two uh, great programs play here together. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. Um, you know, last year they came up with a term for this. Uh, Mayor Barker did. We were at a press conference, Coach Knight, and, and of course, Coach McNellis and, and Coach Tracy from 
from uh, William Carey and uh, d- decided to start calling it the Mayor's Cup game, and they give some type of award or, or whatnot after the game. So it's become a traditional opener, and I think it's really neat. I think it's great for both schools, and I think it's great for our community. And, of course, the women just started. Had a great crowd in here. Uh, really very, exciting. Very yeah. loud. Uh, the, the final score, I think Coach McNeils will probably tell you, was not indicative of not the game. At all. Y'all just mentioned uh, the, the, the girl that really makes William Carey's team tick. Uh, uh, went out with an injury, and that was fortunate for our, our ladies. And uh, but what I thought it was just—it's a great start to a great day, and I think it's just going to continue to build. I heard Coach Knight say, uh, and, and I have the open, uh, I consider Coach Knight family. I really do, and, and uh, we go back a long way. My dad. My dad played at Louisiana College for his dad. Is that right? Yes. Yep. And, right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, both families ended up matriculating to Hattiesburg in different ways. And, and uh, Coach Knight, of course, my dad thinks the world of Coach Coach's father, uh, who's no longer with us, of course. But uh, Miss Knight, Miss Ann, Co- Coach's mom, <laughs> ended up – uh, being uh, the administrative assistant in the old Department of Athletic Administration and coaching here, and my dad was a faculty member, so you know we go a long way right. back. Of course, grew up, grew up watching him play uh, here at Southern Miss, a great two-sport athlete, um, and then of course his brother Larry and I worked forever down at Smoky Sporting Goods together in the summer, right. and played against each other. So anyway, we, it's a it's a family uh, feel for for the Knights, and, and of course my family. So I have utmost respect that he coaches a Hall of Famer and. and and um, it's, it's a great honor, to be honest with you, for us to be sitting here. But I do think that we, back on what we were talking about, we have a great event. And I think I think it, building through the Mayor's Cup with the women and the men's doubleheader throughout the day, I think it's, it's, it's going to grow and grow and grow. And if our crowd this morning was indicative, I hope we'll have that type of crowd. Or it was even loud and evening. exciting here, yeah. wasn't it? Nothing like a, the shrill of, of elementary age kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty them. excited. Hey, they and they paid attention to, to the video boards they, yeah. When, yeah. when they said, hey, get loud or yeah. get louder. They it was, did. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a great deal. And the, schools, the schools are real smart in using their, their recruiting uh, you know, the recruiting people were out handing out brochures, absolutely and soliciting students, yeah. any high school kids that might have been right. Around, so that, well, that on, on our side, you're seeing the Joe Paul effect, Dr. Joe Paul, and uh, I think all of us have great respect and know what he's doing. And he's he's hit the ground running. He's not going to let any opportunity to go by to recruit for Southern Miss. And of course, uh, a, a good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Ben Burnett, who and I, he and I went to high school together. Right. <laughs> so anyway, there's a lot of a lot of uh, bylines to this to. to the rivalry and 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 of course uh, coach has had his team they've been successful against southern miss um so anyway we just want to continue that and 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 again i think we have a great event to build off of in terms of of uh, uh, building the crowd and the interest in the kickoff of basketball season uh coach we've talked a little bit about your team and we'll have you on plenty more real quickly coach tell us about your team this year i mean you traditionally nationally good uh, I, I don't think we'll look for anything different this year well, I really like this bunch. They play hard. They work very well together. Um, I've had no complaints with our preseasons and uh, our preseason workouts. Just, you know, very rarely have to raise my voice with this bunch. And I've gotten to the age where that's the kind of team I want. I'm not going <laughs> to put up with a lot, of, a lot of other stuff, there. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they just go out there and work. So I've had a lot of fun. You know, uh, we need to play this game tonight. 
um, our, fir- our first regular season games Wednesday. We honestly we haven't scrimmaged anyone. We haven't mm-hmm. maybe we haven't even had an intra squad just just practice. So, uh, but I do have I've got seven uh, returners and seven newcomers. So it's a mix of, of different well. Let players. us point out that we'll be broadcasting the game tonight on awesome. Super Talk Hattiesburg. Got to be a live broadcast, and uh, we're really happy yeah. uh, happy to be able to do that. Coach, your team has played an exhibition game, and I got to tell you. It looks like a different squad. Well, I, I'll be honest with you, Coach, and I talked about this at the press conference for this game tonight last week downtown at the mayor's office. And he, he what he was saying, I, I, I was like, gosh, is Coach and I have been talking. Or been, but um, I, I, I like our team. I, I've, I have not one time had to lose my religion, Coach, at practice. Right. And, and I'm, I'm like Coach. It, it, you know, that just means a lot. And, and, and when you can get past uh, the point of having to coach attitude and effort, and you shouldn't have to do that at our levels, um, it's a lot of fun where you can just coach basketball. And uh, I look for reasons someday. I said, maybe I am, am I not, am I gotten soft? I'm not getting mad at practice, you know, and, and, and am I letting detail go by? But I, the attitude and approach to practice, and, and we're like very similar to coaches' team. We have about half of our team are new, brand new to the program, and about half returning. And, uh, but it's, it's been a blessing. It's made a big difference. Yeah. What, what it does, it allows you to teach. Yes. And, and you, you're not having to fool with all the other things, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot of fun. When that well, happens. I can tell you that we're very fortunate to have two men of your character coaching well, basketball programs it. here Thank in you. Hattiesburg, and uh, irregardless of who wins the game tonight, uh, both both teams are a real credit uh, to our city. Yeah, and we to both our area. we both we both need to play, and and uh, just to have the experience of of playing before. Uh, you know, we tackle tougher opponents, but uh, not for us, but for Jay. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're sitting here, and, and uh, it's something that we want the city of Hattiesburg to really invest more into basketball. Uh, I mean, basketball is a big thing in, in a lot of parts of the country. Oh, yeah. And we need to make it that way here in, you know, in Hattiesburg and in the south as well. I mean, it's just a fun game to watch. It's exciting. It's a revenue generator for athletic programs. It's so important in so many ways to any any school's athletic department, right? Oh, absolutely. Of course, we don't have football, but, you know, it's for the longest basketball and baseball have been our top two. And, you know, Jay Jay played over here when this place was when it was room only. We we tell people about that, younger folks like this young intern here. It's hard to describe to them it, it really how is. crazy it yeah. used to be yeah. here in basketball, right, Coach? Our, our guys, have, they've gotten tired of me talking about it, you know, because <laughs> I just, I, you know, I'm, I immediately revert back, and they, I, I can see it in their eyes. They roll their eyes, and in their mind, they won't say anything. They go, here he goes again. But that's, I, I just want them to understand it can be done. Oh, it can be Men's, done again. It, it can be done here, and yeah. we, we want to get it back the way it was and, and with when Coach Turk was coaching, and right. we're going to keep working to that end every day and uh, you know coach Knight I'd like to say something about what coach Knight you know you can you can build a a men's basketball program rather quickly and with a a relatively compared maybe to the other sports uh, much smaller investment and I think that's you know that's kind of what coach was referring to and uh, and and we want to get basketball caught up because we see what it means to a lot of universities around the country and it it can be the same here you don't have to go we, we want it to the point coach and I do where you don't have to go 
off to some city to, to see uh, big time basketball. Go. You can see it right here in Hattiesburg. Well, good luck to both of you tonight, gentlemen. Appreciate Thank you very much Thank for you. coming up here. We really appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right, Lee Roberts is here. He's going to come. We're going to talk football. That'll be next. Stay with us. Eagle Hour Broadcasting Reed Green Coliseum here on the Southern Miss campus. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. I want to thank our good friends at uh, 4th Street Bar and Grill for all they do for the Super Talk Eagle Hour and also Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Great sponsors of our program and uh, really do appreciate everything they do. We're not in the studio today. We're at Reed Green Coliseum. It is the official kickoff of basketball. The Lady Eagles have defeated the uh, Ladies of William Carey, 81-58. Lee Roberts joins us now, color analyst for the Football Network. You did the you did the broadcast, did you not? I did, yeah. Coach K. James and I did the broadcast okay. for ESPN+. Plus. 81-58, not indicative of how competitive a game it was. No, it really wasn't. I mean, it was – I mean, I've never seen so many girls on the court fighting after balls and, <laughs> you know, tussling with each other. And, I mean, it, you had both teams. And, and it's probably is because it's that Hattiesburg right. connection. Right. I mean, obviously, two different style teams, two different leagues. But they know each other where they are. They they know that William carries across across town, and both teams wanted to play well. And and the lady they were getting after it. William Carey came out and played extremely well. Glad to see Southern Miss come back and and do what they did though. Hey, before we get started, I want to thank you and Marchant for Friday. Man, I got so many comments Saturday on that show. It, it was, was because of you guys, not because of me. But it was, it was uh, a lot of fun. It was it was great fun. When was. Coach Thompson on yeah. the show, that was great. You know, it was great having him in town. And you know, I think the last time he was in town was when we had our twenty year reunion. Uh-huh. And so, so many guys I saw this weekend, they're like, "Why do we wait so long? We need to do this more often and get right. guys back." I mean, because you almost have to have like a special event to welcome some guys back. It shouldn't be that way. Right. But it was nice. Uh, so much going on this past weekend. It was Good. fun. If we could just get Marchant to get a little more open. I wish he would talk be. a little more. I wish he would. I mean, quit I, being I never, so withdrawn. And I never see him on social media at all. You know, no, he doesn't, no, he doesn't no. speak his mind at all. But <laughs> His wife doesn't either. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's a reason why you do only meet periodically, though, because the line of BS can only get so deep for so long. You, you are exactly right. You hit the nail on the head right there for sure. But I, I want to know, Lee, like it was it was you and in a picture, and then it was TJ, Latrell, Marchant, and Thompson, like you were severely yeah. undermanned from Big the offensive time. side of the ball. Big time. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of offensive guys. That was probably at the uh, Hall of Fame induction, yeah. that picture. There weren't a whole lot of offensive guys there. You know, obviously, Coach Thompson and I, we go way back. We, You know, my wife used to babysit. We used to house sit, whatever. But anyway, just a, a mentor to me, even though he was on the other side of the ball, but so many good defensive guys came back. It was it was. TJ awesome looked like he could have whipped all y'all by himself you at know, the TJ, same time. TJ, we hung out a little bit after that that night, and somebody said something to him like, "Man, what are you doing?" He says, "Let's go push up contest right now. I got, I can do 110 
for sure. I'm like, I guarantee you, you can. I'm not, you know. No, you didn't get a chance to grab him by the throat and wrestle him to the ground or anything. No, nah, I know better. I, I know was, was going to say, why would you want to do that? <laughs> I heard stories. I heard plenty, plenty of stories. All right, All right so uh, let's get to the game. Not, not a. It's kind of like the title of a western. Bad day at the Rock. 42-14, just one of those days where uh, maybe you don't spend a lot of time looking at the film, and it's just one of those days where things are not working for you, things are working perfectly for the other team, and you got to give credit to Georgia State. They were well coached and athletic, and they won the game. You know, and, and that's the difference. I mean, Sean Elliott in his sixth year, he's recruit, recruited his players. He's got the guys in position. He knows what he has. I mean, they, they're a running football team, and that's what they came in here to do, and, and we knew – they were going to be a running football team, and we knew we had to stop them. But man, they dominated up Couldn't. front. Just quick twenty-eight points, and so tell me if my observation was right. If, if it's not, tell me. They were well coached. They they didn't challenge the defensive line of Southern Miss. They played to the corners, and they would just wear you out on the corner. And then when you're desperately trying to stop them on the corner, then they go up the middle. Is yeah, that no, I mean absolutely. They, I mean they could really go wherever they wanted. I mean. Their quarterback Granger, he he rushed for, um, I mean he had a he had a record day as well running the football, and they weren't even playing really with their top running back. He was he was banged up a little bit. He had a couple carries, but man, their backup was able to come in and do exactly what he wanted to, and and it really it, it surprised me. I think it surprised our coaches at how well they they ran the football again. They were top six in the country in rushing football, and they were. And, and this is the Georgia State team that we expected to see, like from week one. And it, so it's taken them a while to gel. And I felt like, you know, for for Southern Miss fans, I was I was thinking you can probably think of a couple days too, but I was thinking of a couple times in my career that like we were never in a game, and it, we could have played that game twenty times, and it would have probably had had the same same result. But you know, we have to keep in mind five and four through nine. If we were Three and six, we would be wanting five and four all day. And so you almost feel like, you know, you look at two of the losses this year, one of which was to a Liberty team in four overtimes. That's 19th in the country right now. This other one, you just got to get it out of your system. I mean, if you even never even watch the tape again. So, you know, five and four through nine in year two, I'll take it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And still, you have a lot of things in, in reach, right? I mean, we just need one win to become bowl eligible. Will six wins get you to a bowl? I don't know. You know, not sure how that's going to play out this year, but man, three games on the schedule that they're all going to be tough games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you you're not guaranteed win in any one of those three. No, CBS this morning has uh, has Southern Miss playing Middle Tennessee. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> in, in Mobile. In Mobile. Yeah, yeah. At least at least we are still in those projections, so they see some potential out of our team. And like I said, I mean, we got to we got to pick up that win. So at least they are considering us in those projections. And sure. and I know this is probably isn't what a lot of people want to hear, but I would rather lose a game if I had to lose a game. I would rather lose a game like the Eagles did Saturday than lose by one point in overtime. Yeah. Because to Luke's point, we as a were, fan, but not as a player. No, but but you were never in. We were never in that game Saturday. It just what we could have played till midnight. The results were never going to be but any the, different. The frustrating part is, as a player and as a coach, a fan sees that. But as you feel like what you did on Thursday night against Louisiana, the steps you took forward, you feel like you you came back to where you were. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and to your point, I mean, they jumped up twenty-eight to nothing. We come back the second half. We scored two quick ones, right? So. We're, we're kind of trying to scratch back in this one, but then the 75-yard run by that was Ranger, a killer. it really broke our back. I mean, so that was a yeah, so that 
that really took all the wind out of our cell, and we never really re- recovered. That's what I was saying. We were so used to him attacking both corners yeah. that when he ran that quarterback draw, everybody had gone to the corners yeah. to try to stop him, and it was nothing but green. And that, I think, was the turning – I think that ended any hopes of a comeback. You know, it did. I mean, because obviously the defense had been on the field a lot. I mean, they, they were gassed, and right. you give up a run like that. I mean, and that's kind of been – We've, we haven't been great against running quarterbacks, and, you know, Granger huh. just proved that again. So you play a lot of quarterbacks. Like, so yeah. So what, what is the status of what, Southern five? Miss quarterback position this week? Did we play five Saturdays? Is that what official was? I mean, you had you had Jake Lang, you had Wilkie, you had Trey Lowe, uh, Antavius Willis, and then Frank Gore. I may be missing Chandler Pittman. I don't remember if he took any uh, direct Those are SBs. But, but QBs, you yeah, play right. three. Trey Lowe, you know, comes in, and, and under his leadership, you get two touchdowns. Competition Tuesday, tomorrow. I mean, is that – do you think that that depth chart will change any this week? You know, I really – I mean, I, I truly feel like that coach is, is trying to stick with Wilkie. You know, obviously he's a guy that he sees a lot of potential in. And, then, and if he loses that starting job now – Will he ever regain any confidence whatsoever? U- utilizing the super back, it gives him a little bit of a breather, a little bit of catch his breath, maybe kind of make some adjustments to what have you. Putting Lang in the, you know, there in the second quarter kind of did that as well. But then when he came out, I was shocked. I was shocked when he came out with Trey Lowe to start the third quarter. So Trey Lowe did. He played well, and we haven't seen him play this year. We know this is a guy that is talented. You know, nobody just goes to West Virginia out of high school if you don't have any talent. But he really just hasn't been productive here and just really has never made his way on that depth chart. So to answer your question, I'm not going to answer your question because I really don't know how to It's a funky predicament because if you're you're two and seven, you know, ride Wilkie. Right. But if if your quarterback is not if doesn't allow you to get in a position to win the game, you, you're one win away from being bold eligible. So it's like you can't ride that position like you would if you were undefeated or with one loss or if you had a bunch of losses because the rest of the team is like, you know, we, with a couple more, you know, wins, we can we can be in a good bowl game. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're, you're swimming into headwaters the next couple of weeks. You're going yeah. over, over to Coastal to play a very good Chanticleer team. And then and then the Jaguars, they're rolling. They are. And, and Mobile, and the Eagles have got them here. But they'll be they'll be underdogs in the next two games. Yeah. And then Monroe, obviously. I mean, again, not looking too far ahead, but that's what we have. We've got those three teams. And they beat Texas yeah. State. Yeah, right. beat Texas State. In Texas State, we talked about that last week, Bob. It, they're not a bad team. No. Hey, and by the way, on the Pickums, man, I'm not very good. I think I was a 50 percent on the Pickums. So we didn't. None of us did. None of us did. Very so the way the football season is shaping up, can we go back to Conference USA just yeah. for, for football? Don't do that. Don't no, no, do no. That. I'm, I'm no, kidding, of course. Do hey, don't be surprised if they play really well Saturday night against uh, Coastal Carolina. I mean, I think we. I, I really think we will. I mean, Saturday was just one of those fluke deals. Yep. They kind of came in here and took us by storm. Uh, we just we weren't ready. Not saying we weren't prepared, but they just they beat it's us. It's a fair time. observation to say Wilkie's having trouble getting off the first receiver. You know and, that and standing in the field and looking for other people that are open. You know, I mean, it's just it's that position where he's been. He's young. He's been hit a lot, so he's trying to get the ball out of his hands fast. And when he can't, 
that's your first receiver. When he can't get it out fast, you start to move a little too soon sometimes. And he did a little antsy in the pockets. Well, yeah. maybe we can get Joe Burrow's number and the two of them can talk about getting hit. All right, we've got uh, Lee Roberts with us here on the Super Talk Eagle. I'm hoping to hear from uh, Coach McDallas. Can you stick around in case Absolutely. Coach can't get Absolutely. up? Absolutely. We're, we're broadcasting Reed Green uh, Coliseum for the Lady Eagles have just defeated William Carey's women 81-58. We'll be back. More from Reed Green on the Eagle Hour next. To the top. Hey, welcome back. We're at Reed Green Coliseum, kickoff basketball 2022-23 season, and happy to be here this afternoon. Quick reminder that the Eagle Hour will be at Camp Shelby this Friday, along with the Gerard Midday Show to celebrate Veterans Day. Uh, we've got the base commander lined up uh, as our initial guest on the show, and uh, always looking forward to going down there. It's a fantastic military museum. It's free to the public, too. If you haven't been to the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum, you really do need to go. That's where we'll be. Uh, Super Talk will be there from 10 o'clock until 2 o'clock this Friday. But right now we're uh, in the basketball arena where the Southern Miss uh, Lady Eagles defeated the William Carey 81-58. And they did that, Lee, really without their big center. She didn't play today because of, uh, I think, some concussion issues. Uh, so you got to think that the game – probably wouldn't have been that close in the first half had she been in the game. Yeah, and no, I agree. And also without Brickayla Grace, I mean, two starters, plus the Seton Hall transfer, um, right. you right. know, she wasn't available as well. So, I mean, out with, you know, three producers, and it just uh, took a little time for this team to get started. And, man, when Dom Davis took over, mm. she, About 36 she took, points, she like took over. 36 points, four threes a day. Yeah, you know, and really just pretty good. And this is a team that can shoot it outside, right? I mean, but they didn't they didn't hit a three ball at all in the first half. So they 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 picked up some steam there late. Now you were doing that for ESPN Plus? Correct. It's like a whole new world, isn't it? It is. I it's, mean for for fans. Well, you know, and that's the thing with the with the Sun Belt. So normally so this is my fourth or fifth year doing ESPN Plus with, with basketball. Um, and normally we would not start until conference play starts, but with Sun Belt you know, they, they require you to televise or broadcast every game that, that you have. And so in the old conference uh, USA, you could do conference USA TV, which would be radio audio over the video. But um, so we, this is the first game that we've done this early in the season in a while. And I don't know if I've ever broadcasted a basketball game at 11 a.m., but no, indeed no. it was fun. I got to do it with Coach K. James. and Well, there's uh, a legend. Yeah, no, absolutely. So very. So is fun. it a two-edged sword, Lee, in this respect? I was thinking Saturday while I was at the game that if that game were not so easy to access Saturday, there would have been a lot more people in the stadium. Is that fair to say? You know, it is. I mean, obviously you, you want to be on TV. You want to be uh, exposed to the – to the nation, and that was what was so big about the Thursday night game on national TV. But yeah, I agree. I mean, with the, there, were, there was so much that was happening for the good for Saturday, except for the weather, right? I mean, right. you had the '97 championship reunion, right. you had um, uh, 
Military Appreciation Day. She had a lot of armed forces on campus. Um, but, yeah, just the, the rain just kept people away, and unfortunately it was, a, it was an earlier kick than normal, a 2 o'clock kick. If it would have been a 6 o'clock kick, maybe could have changed the outcome of the people in the stands. But, but you're right. I mean, the way TV is these days, if there's anything that's going to bother you from making it to the stadium, hey, I can just sit at home and watch it on TV, but that's just, that's just the way that's it is. Right. But at least colleges have the benefit of being able to sell season tickets and have money in the bank. High schools, more and more high schools, and this isn't a high school show, I just want to make this point. High schools, more and more high schools are going to live stream, which means, and they're not buying season tickets. So you've got people staying home, and high school budgets are getting tighter and tighter. High schools need to stop doing live streams to get people to come back to the stadium. That's the only way you're going to get their 10 or $12. If they can sit at home and pay nothing, you know, I, I just think with budgets being this tight, I think you're going to see schools start to go away from live streaming does that make sense from a business standpoint I mean, it does i mean it, it affects your home games yeah but probably not to the extent that it affects your away crowd yeah fair I mean, enough because people yeah. are not going to drive to jackson or drive to the coast or meridian wherever they have to go to yeah. watch a game they're going to drive an hour and a half or so to watch a game if they can sit at home in the comfort right. of their own home right. so you know it is it's a double-edged sword like you said all right three games left i want to get your observation of uh the sunbelt and and what you've seen so far with sunbelt football you know i've been super impressed i mean obviously that the opportunity for us to join the sunbelt was was phenomenal i think it's it's great for southern miss it's great for this community of hattiesburg and it's great for the surrounding schools that are in the sunbelt because obviously for travel purposes you do have that opportunity to get in your car and drive if they're not going to sit at home and and watch it on tv but as far as the the teams in general man from top to bottom you never know who's going to win any given game i have to tell you i have to interrupt i don't mean to interrupt you i got this text from our producer Tell Lee I was watching the game before the Eagle Hour. He did a phenomenal job. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, go, thank man. you. There I appreciate you that. Appreciate you know, that. And For I, a football guy calling basketball. So and, I I can, yeah. and I contend with the move to the Sun Belt, Southern Miss, because we're one of the new kids on the block, we probably got some recruits or transfer portal guys that maybe the Eagles wouldn't have gotten had they stayed in Crapference, USA. Yeah. No, I, mean, I agree. I, mean, I, think, I think all the way around from – you know, from our president's support to Jeremy McLean and the whole administration, they did a great job getting us there. Obviously, it probably cost us a, you know, a nice penny. I don't worry about that kind of stuff. That's what they uh, what they get to do. But you know, to join, to leave the conference early, to get into the Sun Belt, they saw it as a benefit, and indeed it has. And it, and it's going to help. It's going to help with kids wanting to stay local and play local teams. I'm excited playing South Alabama and Troy and you know Lafayette and. You know, Monroe, teams that you can drive to that, you know, and try to get these. Um, I, I just wish some of them weren't so good. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and that's the thing. I mean, it's they, they all are really, really good. And yeah. I, I'm excited about this weekend's trip to Coastal Carolina. I've never never been to Conway, or, uh, Conway South Carolina. So I'm, there, there might be a storm oh, out come there, on, too. Don't do, so don't do that to me. See what happens. But, yeah, in the East, Coastal 5-1, and one, James Madison, Georgia State tied at 3-2. and two. App State, Georgia Southern, Marshall, and Old Dominion all two and three, so there's no bottom team. On the west side, Troy five and one, South Al four and one. Eagles at three and two, so all alone in third place. ULM two and three, Louisiana two and four, Texas State one and four, Arkansas State one and five. You watch any tape on Coastal yet? I have not. not it's sure. it's a unique offense because it's almost like running the triple option out of the shotgun, and um, they they do a lot, which kind of 
as exciting as their their offense has been the last couple of years, I've I've liked their defense, particularly Skylar McGee, you know, um, who who played with me here at Southern Miss. He's the D line coach, but Chad Staggs, their D, D coordinator, they got after it on on defense. But this year they're giving up like over 400 yards on offense. They're giving up somewhere in the neighborhood like 175 on the ground. So if you look at that, I mean, Bob made a good point. You know, we're not in a uh, an offense that we can you know get into somebody with a shootout with. But there might be more possibilities on the ground for the Golden Eagles this week than there have been maybe in the last couple weeks. Yeah, and I've been impressed. I mean, offensive line play, I mean, Coach Greg's done a good job. I mean, we've had more sacks this year, I think, than last year. But I think where we've really improved is getting a push at the line of scrimmage and opening up some holes and allowing Frank Gore and Janari Dean to to get some carries. And, um, you know, Kenyon Clay got in Saturday, didn't get as many touches as I was thinking he might have. But... You know, obviously, if we can open up a running game, that'll take a lot of pressure. We talked about the quarterbacks off air, take a lot of pressure yeah. off that quarterback. You know, that was the thing. When I played, I had great wide receivers. I had great, you know, offensive linemen. And, man, I had running backs like you wouldn't believe. So, I mean, so it did. It took pressure off me. And, I, I mean, I can't imagine the feeling with Zach Wilkie is right now, you know, if there is no running game. So it helps. You so, had Harold Shaw, didn't you? Yeah, I did. He had Harold, Harold, Harold Shaw, Harold, and Eric Booth. I mean, then, he, then he had Derek Nix one year. Yeah, Derek Nix. So pretty much what you're saying, Lee Roberts, is I could have quarterback that team. Absolutely, yeah, that's what I did. I mean, I just I don't I just think stood the back there. Yeah, Terry the Hardy, Hardy too, like didn't you? Yeah, Terry, Terry Hardy, Hardy was Terry Hardy, Shrod Gideon, and Todd Binks and throwing. That, that's 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 wild. <laughs> Lee, I know you're a nice guy. That's a hell of a stretch. That Sander could have. Who knows? I like Kelly though. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him any props he needs. Going. Remind me, one of us, go, Saturday, we didn't force any turnovers, did we? We may have one. Uh, maybe, maybe a fumble. I'd yeah, have they to, fumbled. But see, this time, is yeah. that, that to me is another n- talking point that we hadn't brought up yet. Nasty Bunch didn't create anything. And yeah. it's been this year when we've won that the defense has got, you know, two or three, sometimes Scoop four scores. Yeah. yeah, our second touchdown was actually off of a, a forced, that's a right. forced turnover. So that's we right. drove down to start the half. And then the, we got a, a short field change of sudden change. I so. thought we were back in the game when we scored that touchdown. You know, I thought we were, and Kelly and I were joking earlier. But um, yeah, I mean, it was twenty-eight to fourteen at that point. But then you give up a big run from yeah, their quarterback, that, yeah. and that's and that's tough. But yeah, I, th- I thought we were, man, I thought we were clawing back into that one yeah. so close. But, but point being, especially this week and next week, you've got to have turnovers from from the nasty bunch in order to help what what if the offense doesn't have anything going. Yeah, I mean, because you don't want to make your offense have to go. I mean, because, man, it seems like special teams have pinned us a lot this year, just pinned us, pinned us deep. And, and it's tough to go 95 yards or 90 mm-hmm. yards. And So if you can get a, a short field, that helps big time and, and not give them a short field at all. Absolutely. Unless you're Tom Brady. You know, I have the referees in your back pocket and everything else where you can go 95 yards in 30 seconds. We have to listen to it every Monday. It's really sad. It's really sad. Hey, we really always appreciate you very much. Absolutely, man. uh, Love you guys. Appreciate uh, the time. And, you know, it's, uh, it's it's one thing talking to you guys over the telephone, but being with you. Just makes it a lot more personal. We're, Kelly and I are so big in person, have such big personalities in in person. Good, I included myself in no, that. I wasn't a, a shot at that's you. I'm glad it's not television. Could television adds twenty pounds? You know? I'm not saying. Are you calling the the men's game tonight? I am. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what do you real Larry, quick? Larry Boyd and I'll call that one tonight. Real quick, fifteen seconds. What do you think about tonight? You know, I mean, I, I liked what I saw last week, the exhibition game. I feel like we've got some guys that can shoot it. You know, um, William Carey, man, they're a great team. Coach Knight said earlier. 
you know, they're going to they're gonna come in here ready to play, just like the girls got after the Lady Eagles. It's going to be a tough one early, I think. Yeah, if it's as physical as the game was this morning, it'll be fun to watch. Absolutely. Thanks, Lee. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Lee Roberts on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We'll be back, wrap up the show from Reed Green right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back. Reed Green Coliseum. Bob, Kelly, Luke, and uh, we appreciate Lee Roberts for joining us. Also, Steve Knight and uh, Jay Letter. That was great, man, having those two guys uh, up here at the same time. Yeah, and he talked about Steve Knight being a two-sport athlete. If, if memory served, and maybe we'll have to talk to Jack Duggan or somebody, I think Steve Knight was the last uh, pitcher for Southern Miss to throw a, a complete game no hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, he threw one. I don't know yeah. if he was the last you know one to throw the complete. And mention that because of course the Astros had a no hitter in the World Series. And the winningest the winningest college basketball coach in, in history of Mississippi, mm-hmm. Steve Knight. Makes you kind of say, well, how did Steve Knight never get offered the job coaching here? But I don't make those kind of decisions. No, and you know what? You talk to Steve Knight about that and and being the man that he is. He says, you know what? The good Lord puts you where you're supposed to be. That's right. And he's perfectly happy. We're grateful to him for coming. Real quick, you're asking about volleyball over the weekend. Coach Hazelwood's lady split with Louisiana. Uh, Lost 3-1 on Thursday. They won Friday 3-2. All that's left, they got to go to Norfolk this weekend to take on Old Dominion. And then the Sunbelt Tournament starts November 16th down in Foley. Lady Eagles in the middle of the pack in the West. They're one game behind Troy and South Alabama. They're 9-5 and five overall. Foley, that's a nice place. Mm-hmm. All right, Luke, you're the uh, you're the Internet guy. You're the media, social media guy here. I'm, I'm one of those rare human beings that lives a happy life and has never been on Twitter. But that's not the case for you, is it? Super well, let me just let me just yeah. inter, inter, interject here. I'm not here to. Uh, I'm here to defend Southern Miss because. Well, what did he do, Luke? Um, well, a- apparently there was a game in the SEC that was pretty big on Saturday night, uh-huh. and of course, I mean Southern Miss fans. You know, they we lose to Georgia State, so we're in a bad mood, and uh, you know we go home and watch maybe some others, and Mississippi State looks out against Auburn. But a a Southern Miss senior journalism student um, who happens to be brought on this show, Kelly Center, by Bob Getty, okay? Mm -hmm. So Bob Getty approached Kelly and I several months ago and said, hey, we're going to have this intern. It's going to be a good situation. We said, sure, bring him on. He's been a sideline reporter for me, the Jones County Game of the Week. This same individual who's a Southern Miss student, at this fine institution that we're sitting at right now, referred to the Tigers of LSU in the possessive first person, my Tigers. No, you did. Sadly did. And it's it's one thing to say that and then to retract that statement based off the foolishness. But, Bob, he then posted a meme that says, I apologize to no one. And I just, no, I just want to say, when you're that bold – 
to take Nathan. on all of social of Southern Miss social media, you, you got to learn some stuff. Nathan, real quickly, we got to let you go because Coach oh, yeah. is here. But tell me, it's not true. It's sadly true, but hey, mistakes were made, and you got to learn. Do you want to issue a formal apology now? I have put it on my Twitter, but I do want to say I'm sorry. I was okay. not. It was not a good decision All for right. me to make. But. Put the headsets yes. on the coach here, real quickly, before we run out of time. There coach, she is. how are you? Ooh, I still can sprint. Coach, <laughs> coach uh, I'm sorry that we don't have a lot of time, I but, know. but I want to ask you this: 81-58, your ladies win, but. I got to tell you, I was down on the floor, and that was fun. Watch those girls were knocking each other around, weren't they? Second half, first half, yeah. you have to give tribute to William Carey. We were pretty ugly in that first half. Second half, we took control of the game. Dominique yeah. Davis really took She's over. She's pretty good. Scoring eighteen points in the third quarter. <laughs> She's pretty good. Finished with thirty-six. She helped us out. Yeah, but in fairness to your to your squad, you 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 didn't you didn't have all hands on deck. We didn't. Know, we had digging. three out, yeah. and uh, Malia Grayson, our best post player, was out. I didn't know what we were going to do in the post. Uh, Asia Broughton comes in. She hadn't practiced in seven weeks, and she gets Is 15 Malia rebounds. Okay? Is she okay, Coach? You know, she's been having concussion symptoms. She's seeing a neurologist. Hopefully, I was hoping today, but mm-hmm. with our medical community, come on, I need you to step up and help me out. Mm-hmm. We've got to get her into a neurologist to be able to make some decisions on her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Berkayla's still out, too. That's what's Yeah, Berkayla's still out. out with blood clots, still has blood clots in her lungs, and then Femi Funis is the girl from Seton Hall, and she's seeing a rheumatologist uh, as we're speaking today. So uh, when all three of them are out, it really hurts you. So we're playing chess. You make a move, we make a move. No. And in the third quarter, I think the game-changing thing was is we just – and Dom shot it a lot, but nobody else was helping us in the first mm-hmm. first right, half. Right. So we just ran sets. So Dom got shots to be able right. to score so, for so us. So your three girls being out is why your backup guards were on the floor so much. That's right. Correct. And it I mean, made a big difference. But it was so cool to see Dom, though, shoot the three. I think she hit like four consecutive three-pointers mm-hmm. in a row. Then she drives it to the bucket, gets gets the kiss off the glass, right. got fouled. There, wow. There's anything she can't do. She can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. She don't like to play defense very much, but <laughs> and, and how, she's having to learn to do that. And how about these high school kids today making uh, all this noise? Wasn't that fun? Great day for Education Day. It was exciting to be able to have them here, and I appreciate their school systems making great that happen. Atmosphere. Atmosphere great atmosphere. Great atmosphere. It was fun. It was. The kids did a great job, and, you know, they were loud, and yeah. I don't really pay attention. My staff said when they put loud up on the screen that they got louder. I have no uh-huh. idea. Well, now I was looking at the schedule. It gets pretty serious pretty Jeez. fast. We go to Valpo and play this weekend, and I will tell you, I hope we have Malia back. Um, and be able to get her into some doctors so we can get all this worked out. Well, look, we appreciate, appreciate you coming it. up. I'm thank sorry you guys. we didn't have more time. No, with I'm you, sorry I didn't get but, here quicker. Uh, we thank had fun today, and thanks. All right, thank you all. All right, Coach Julie McDellis, uh, glad to be here at Reed Green Coliseum. The men play tonight, 6 o'clock, guys, is that right? 6 o'clock, men uh, against William Carey's men. The Lady Eagles win 81 58. Back in the studio tomorrow, and until then, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.